eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we are back. It is Marks and Reese. We are live at the Farley Plaza. That's right. It's the official kickoff of summer, and that means free toll Friday. Atlantic City Expressway, Farley Toll Plaza. Pete pays your toll today from 5 to 6 p.m. Pete is on site. He's ready to go. We'll talk to him later. This is a um, – how many years have you have you done this? I know you used to do Hershey oh, wow. Park yep. when you worked with Michael B. Yep. I remember you guys going up and there. And then Pete moved us here. <laughs> we, that's what he did. We, we, that was Pete. So that was Pete up there. In Hershey Park, yep. He sponsored that, and then he got this. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, this has got to be – I mean, we've been doing the show six. I think yeah. this is six well, minus, years. Well, minus the couple of years we missed with the pandemic. Right. Um, yeah, it's probably been yeah, it's probably about seven, eight years now, right? Got to be. Yeah. Did you do one with Chris? Uh, yes. So you did that one with him. Yeah. yeah so we've been doing this yeah. for a while. It's it, it's great. It's uh, it's great to see everybody as they're, uh, they're, they're stopping to use the bathroom. They're like, hey, I didn't know you guys were here. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, we are here. So how many different shores are there, like shore towns? Um. Lot, so yeah, yeah. Just I would say in because some people from this area will go to Long Beach Island and go to points nor- a little bit north, nah. but like I always grew up going to Ocean City, New Jersey, or like Sea Isle City when you get a little bit older, and then some of the the people go to Avalon. Wildwood. Jack goes to Wildwood. Wildwood. Wow, Wildwood is, that the, is that the younger place? Wildwood is Jack. How would you describe Wildwood? Uh, other Delco than you? of the shore. <laughs> What the hell does that mean? Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. If you'd like to talk about that with Jack, <laughs> it's um what well, it has as a big boardwalk and the beaches are huge. Okay, and it's um yeah wild wildwood is uh is, Ocean is City bigger. is the only place I've actually been out on the shore. Right, we used to play down in Wildwood charity basketball games, but I never went to the shore to Wildwood. We used to, with the Eagles, we used to go to Wildwood every year and play. And play, but you, weren't at, you weren't at the beach with, no. uh, <laughs> surfing or anything. <laughs> no. No, no and, Ocean City is the only place. And that's the where the families go, right? Cause Ocean City's kids. dry, yeah. no Ike Juice. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know, I know. You got to get it before you cross you the gotta, bridge. Yeah, and restaurants don't sell yeah. it. Sea Isle's like 
college age, Avalanche okay. maybe when you're a little bit older. Cape May is doesn't have a lot going on, but it's beautiful. Okay. That's as south as now, you can was, go. Now, where, where was uh, uh, Jersey Shore? Field that day. was Seaside Heights. So that's that's further up north. That's oh, like okay. central Jersey. Okay. Okay. And then you have some of those short towns. See? See, I didn't even know that. Well, I mean, well, listen, we'll continue your, <laughs> your shore education. But right now we have a uh, we have a legend on the phone. Yes. Ike Reese. Many, many Phillies and Braves games where this gentleman was manning center field, and he joins us right now. The great Andrew Jones joins Marks and Reese here on 94 WIP in Philly. Andrew, thanks for a couple minutes. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me, guys. Oh, th- thank you. Um, all right, so let me ask you this, because this is kind of where we are with the Phillies right now, is he had a magical run. They got hot late in the season, obviously beat the Braves, got to the World Series. But this year, it's been a little bit of a sluggish start. How difficult, from your experience, is it to get going from where you make the World Series and you're, and you're, you're, you're as high as you could be, and then the next season's not as easy as it had been the last, last part of the playoffs there for the Phillies? Yeah, well, I mean, it's tough to compare. I mean... You know, we've been in that situation many times. I mean, um, since we won the, the World Series in 95, you know, 96, we did that. We went to the World Series, you know, lost against the Marlins in 97. In 99, we made, you know, we made the World Series. Um, the very next year, 2000, you know, the Mets took over. We got beat by St. Louis. So, you know, you're always trying to get the team to get into the run to continue to to succeed every year and get on a on a street but it's so tough because every team now is trying to build up to to reach that championship to get to the world series so it's tough to 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 repeat and 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 get on that streak that you know you're always in the playoff and and get chance to get to the world series yeah and the flip side of that right is when you don't necessarily meet expectations atlanta was such a great regular season team last year and they walked the new york mets down won a division and then the phillies overtook them in the playoffs just speak about it from sort of that perspective when you don't sort of meet expectations and you're coming back the next year seems like atlanta is refocused and they're trying to avenge what happened last year well i mean i think last year the phillies got hot on the right time um, you know, we were not on, on, on the, you know, we didn't, we have too many injuries and the guys were not fully, you know, fully recovered from the season. And, you know, you can make excuses for everything. I mean, you know, everybody make excuses, you know, we didn't have this person, we didn't have that person. And everybody, when you lose, you always make that, you know, we didn't have our guys on a hundred percent that year, but, you know, a lot of credit to the Phillies. You know, they got hot, they went out there and they they took care took care of us and took it all the way to the to the to the World Series and you know, fortunately they lost against the the uh, Astros. But you know, it, the Phillies like you said, you know, when you say earlier, they didn't they didn't start the season on the on the right turn where they wanted to be. You know, they spent a lot of money, they they trying to build a team to win and you know you know, they got Giardi, Giardi got fired, you know, Thompson took over, and they went on the street after that. So sometimes when you make change like that, you know, guys get more loose, they get on the street, and, it, you know, it's, you know, we go in there and have fun, and if we make it, we make it. We got a good team, but if we make it, it's great. We're going to just roll it out, and that's why they did. They got on a hard streak, and they kept going and, and did everything that they had to do to win, you know, to win the division. 
Andrew, as a player, you hit Memorial Day and you're however many games under 500. Like, when does it start to become more urgent for a player? Because we, as fans, we want to see wins and we worry. But as somebody, like, you played 17 seasons, so you've seen it all, done it all. All right, you know, like, there were 50-some games in right now. Like, at what point to a player does it start to become, like, all right, got to start picking this up before you start getting worried about the season? I, I, I think right around, you know, after the All-Star break, if you don't have a good start, I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I didn't make a lot of All-Star games because I was not a good starter of the season. You know, I, I wanted to, you know, our plan is to get healthy and stay healthy through the playoff. Our goal when we break spring training is, to win the division and win a World Series. And that was our goal from the beginning. And, you know, guys have good start, guys have slow start. Some people always have slow start and finish with great numbers. And that was one of those things that I, I did a lot. You know, I didn't, I didn't have a good start. And, but I go out there and help my team win every day, if it was defensively, or maybe take a walk or get a hit here and there. But, you know, I always want to finish my season with the numbers that I predict myself to have towards the end of the year. That kind of leads me into a question, and we, we sort of have a little bit of a concern about a new acquisition that, that, that we acquired this year, and Trey Turner, he seems to be off to a little bit of a slow start. You kind mm-hmm. of see, feel, feel with him, he's been such a great player in the past. You think he'll be able to sort of fight his way through whatever he's struggling with right now? He's just not looking like the player that he's been. I mean, numbers speak for himself. I mean, you know, these guys are so consistent. And, you know, sometimes you have some slow start. Sometimes you have, you know, fast start. I think everybody saw what he did in the WBC. And he basically was the MVP of, of the WBC if if um, U.S. would have won. But... You know, everybody look at that, and he, you know, he didn't carry that into the regular season and, and have a great start. But, you know, everybody, when a team struggles, they always go to that main guy that everybody just want to pick on. And I think, you know, Philly is a tough crowd. And, you know, I, I see that. And I tell everybody that everybody asks me this question all the time. Where's the tougher fans in it? And everybody thinks it's New York. I know, Philly is the toughest fan in, in the game. And it's a tough crowd out there. And, and they will let you know. Yeah, and they've been letting them know a little bit. It's just starting, Andrew. It's, they've been letting them know a little bit. But he had a big home run to, to tie the game the other day. Hey, uh, and we're talking to Andrew Jones. You played, you were a Yankee the last two years of your career. And I, I believe your paths at, with Rob Thompson, Philly's manager, he was he yes. was on the staff. What did you think when Rob got the job, and and um, and what do you think of Rob? Well, I was so happy at Rob. I mean, I, I know I know Rob. Um, you know, like you say, from from the Yankees, I had him two years over there. Um, one was he was the first base coach, and then the other one he was bench coach. Um, you know, he always worked with the outfields, always ready to work and trying to patch Nautilus out to, to to everybody and trying to make everybody better. And I was so happy. I mean, it, it stopped CJR to getting fired. But, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it is what it is. And, you know, that's what baseball is about. But, you know, for guys that, that, you know, like Rob Thompson to be in the game for so long, never got an opportunity to manage in the major league and get that opportunity, I, I, I was so happy for him. Um, you know, I, I hate that they beat us in, in – <laughs> In the playoff, but 
after that, I was happy that they got an opportunity to get to the World Series and, and you know, maybe can and get a, a career start that way. Mm, uh, so, Andrew, your son it was a, is a huge prospect, was the second overall pick in the draft last year. Mm. I know he started his pro career this year. I think he's uh, he got an early injury. But what's it like being a dad of a big-time prospect? Uh, you played 17 years. You were a kid when you started playing. You were 19 in the big leagues. What's it like being on the, the other end as the dad? All of Fame career, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm happy for him. I mean, I'm proud of him. What what he accomplished in his young baseball career so far, get a chance to make his decision to go pro and since go to college. Um, it's a big move. It's a big move from high school to 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 professional level, and um, it's a lot of games and it's a lot of repetition. It's a lot of um, you know things that you need to work on and and then on an everyday basis. Um, so it's tough. You know, I'm I'm happy for him. Um, you know, all I can do is, you know, support him, give him the right knowledge of the game, and and he have to go out there and and do it himself. What was your where was your favorite park to hit? You played in Veterans Stadium for a number Ooh, of years, and you were able to, man, to you, play. You, you, you you got you 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 hit it right there. I I think I, I love Veterans Stadium. I mean, wow. you know, when we had that, when you guys had that turf up there. It's a lot of hits. You know, you hit the ball on the ground, you can beat it out because you were young and the legs were fresh, so you can get an easy infield hit. And I felt like the ball carried pretty good in that stadium. And um, I think I hit, you know, one of my longest home runs in my career there. Oh. Huh. How many? I did not expect him to say Veterans yeah. Stadium. <laughs> How many of your home runs well, do you remember? you know, I mean, yes. You know, you, you go back and you look at other stadiums, but I think because you play, you know, you play the – you know, the Philly in the same division yeah. for so many games, you get used to it and you just get excited about it. But, you know, you can name, you know, Wrigley Field, Yankee Stadium, Boston, you know, those those stadiums that's just been so many, so many huh. uh, memories on it from, from you know, players that you idolize and players that that has played for a long time on the, on, on those state on those fields. It's, it's, you know, you get excited to go out there to those to the stadium and play. Wrigley, Fenway, the vet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, Andrew, Ike, Ike's a former Eagle and Falcon, by the way. You guys were stars in the same city in Atlanta, but he played on the, the vet. Stars is kind of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One of I know, us was I know who he is. Um, but, yeah, like playing football and baseball might have been totally different on that on the veteran stadium turf, but, you know, baseball hey, players... Tell you, a, baseball lot, players. a lot of guys were complaining about it, but, you know... For me to go play, I don't know how many games we play on there, and 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 play, you know, three game series, and I'm out of there. I go out there, do damage, and I leave. And you know, <laughs> the team that got to play 82 games on there, that's the ones that that get hurt. So, um, you know, I was just excited to just go out there and and have fun. I mean, I I play this game. You know, I love this game from since I was a little kid, and you know, all I wanted to do is just do it, and and I got an opportunity to do it on a higher level, and. I enjoy every day that I have the opportunity of it. Well, Andrew, you appreciate it. You're a gentleman. Um, yep. Before we let you go, what do you think of the new rules in in baseball? Uh, you know, hey, as a fan, fan, the game is going pretty fast. Uh, you know, we're not playing those three-hour and 30-minute 30, 30 game no more. So, um, I mean, we do, but we really don't do on a consistent basis. But um, that's the only part that, you know, I like about it, but after that, it's still baseball. I think, you know, 
it should be a couple more changes here and there. I think the pitcher should get a chance to call himself timeout because he's going to be on the repetition going. And I think when we get to the playoff, every pitch matters. So, yeah. you know, I think they need to, you know, get used to that, but still get a chance to adjust to those 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 time and the, the, the minutes or the seconds that they get. Andrew, appreciate it. Hope you thank have you, a great man. weekend. Thank you. All right, thank you, sir. All right, appreciate it. Andrew Jones. I, I, I don't think I've heard a former baseball player say that they understand why they're they're doing it, but as a former player, they realize that it changes a lot of what they're doing. Yeah. And I wonder if they do get to the playoffs, if they won't be so rigid about the roles and maybe get a, a sure. extend it a little bit or, or whatever. Sure. So. Jack, do you think they'll do that in the in the playoffs? You think they would even yeah. change it to where they get more time? Or? I'm curious to see what the uh, reaction to playoff baseball is going to be this year because it, no one ever complains about the pace of play in in playoff games. And I wonder if like they got rid of the zombie runner uh, the last couple of years in the playoffs. They've changed some rules in the playoffs. So maybe if the, the reaction is like this is actually going too fast, they they totally scrap it. But at the same time, these guys have gotten so used to speeding up to to throw that on them. I think would screw them up. So. Um, I think they'll kind of play it by year. I think they'll try to be rigid with it this year. And then if it feels off, I think they could adjust from there. Yeah, even if they just gave them a few, even give them five extra seconds. Yeah, you just gave them ten extra seconds, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think five extra seconds makes a a, a world of difference for sure. Yeah. All right, we're live at the Farley Toll Plaza. Free Toll Friday is today. Pete pays your tolls from 5 to 6 p.m. While you head to the shore, enjoy Chickies at the shore in Egg Harbor, Ocean City, the Wildwoods, and in Atlantic City. There you go. You can't avoid ch- chickies and pizza. Oh, price, hell like, Even no, if you try. Yeah, land, by land, sea, or air, <laughs> it don't matter. He's <laughs> everywhere. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I've never been in the airport without a chickies in front of me. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. Um, all right, let's take a couple phone calls here. Jack, what is your primary shore town, by the way, since we were talking about it before? I'm a sea islesman. You're a sea owl. Sea owlsman? Yeah. I, like, I, like, well, I grew up with a house in Ocean City, so I liked Ocean City. And then I, I was like in my high school, I guess it was more like Avalon. But as I, as I settled and I made my own decision, I think I'm a sea owl guy. All right. So final answer, you like sea owl. Yeah, right it's my, that's my final answer. Shore. Yeah, exactly. Stone Harbor is a... Nah, is it's a, bougie. It's a bougie... Ah, I've never been to Stone Harbor. It's very nice. Stone Harbor is very nice. And then you go north of... Uh, you go a little bit north. I'm trying to be where the bougie folks at. Yeah, well, so listen, not all of us can be you. Some of us <laughs> are wild Stone Harbor at Avalon. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to be where the bougie folks at, right. man. And then you get... And then you start to go up a little bit. You get Ventnor. Yeah, see, like, get, I don't know who goes I to those beaches. Yeah. yeah, no. That's a, That's like a family town. I know... I'm, I'm friends with somebody, longtime friends with somebody who, like... His grandparents, they had a house in Ventnor, so, like, that's where he's always went. Um, but Ventnor's close to Atlantic City, so you go you go Margate, Ventnor, and then you go Atlantic City, Brigantine. If it's not Cape May County, I'm out. Up. Is that not Cape May? Is that Ocean County? I don't know. I think it's north of, I think it's north of Atlantic City, I, I think. Brigantine's very nice. Like, like it, it's, it's north of Atlantic City, but you can take your Jeeps out on the beach. You can drive out on the beach. So it's not like, you know, if you've been to Ocean City, you're not taking any cars out on the beach. No. <laughs> but Brigantine, you can. The beaches are huge, and there's certain beaches where you can you can bring them out there. So it's pretty cool. Let's go to Bru- Vince. Vince is in Broomall, Pennsylvania. Vince, go ahead. How are you? Hey guys, what's going on? 
What is up? Uh, I wanted to correct Jack. First of all, Wildwood is the northeast of the shore and Sea Isle is Delco <laughs> and Shore. Come on. That's, 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 how, that's, how, that's how it lays out there. Yeah, but, but where does um, South Philly go then? Uh, I think it's more South Philly spread out. I mean, I know, uh, like Big Daddy, I know how to house in Sea Isle. Um, but Big Daddy he, would also go to Wildwood, too. He liked both of those. South Philly, right. I don't know. I don't, really don't know which area they All would right. go to. Well, South but. Philly, uh, check in and tell us where uh, where you go. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead. But and then that other guy from Deptford, I know he's getting so much ink, and that's like he's winning. Like, he's totally winning. All the call, call after totally call. Winning. Just yes. Calling to, to – but he's the thirstiest, most disingenuous. <laughs> we live in a culture now where – we prop up people with nothing proprietary to offer any. We made Honey Boo Boo famous. We made the Kardashians famous. We made people, influencers famous for doing yep. nothing. Yep. And that's kind of like what Andy is. He, he completely lifted the Are We Live, Are We Hot thing. He, he removed one word from it. And the fact that you guys were even sort of trying to be nice to him and give him credit was like, it was really frustrating because... If you do that in comedy or music, you're canceled forever. Like Ed Sheeran just finished a 10-year lawsuit where his song sort of kind of sounded like Let's Get It On from Marvin Gaye. And he had to battle tooth and nail to prove his innocence there. This dude admitted he lifted it, and he removed one word. He has nothing genuine about anything. His calls are not interesting. He's not Herb. He's not Chuck. Like Bryce Harper thought Chuck was fake. When he realized he was real... It was like, wow, this guy, they're genuine. And that's why their brand build, because they're actually genuine. And we can't. Callers, I, I implore you, do not give this, I mean, even though I'm doing it right now. Yeah, he doesn't just two deserve our attention. It's ridiculous. He, his calls are not interesting. I mean, what, you're, you're rich because you went to senior week? Like, that doesn't even make sense. I know it doesn't. That's, that's well. That's why I hung up on him, and I, I didn't want to give him the. I didn't want to fight. Well, with the, him the only interesting part about his calls are when he riles you up, and you guys go back and forth. Outside I of know. that, you remove I that, know. and there's nothing there. There's no product of any kind of value there. Vince, you might be the smartest caller. Oh, that man, we've it was ever awesome, had. Vince. That was awesome. Well, he's like right the there. Mike Moffat level of phony. Like, I mean, he's 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 just. It's, oh, I had to call and just get and go. I mean, he's just ridiculous. I mean, Chuck. Well, Herb, guys like that, beautiful callers they have. They're, they're genuine. They bring their heart. They bring their soul. All the stuff Philadelphia loves. And they're not lifting stuff. Like, the dude even admitted he lifted it. He, he flat out said it. He's like, oh, I made it better. It doesn't matter. You still lifted an idea. It's the principle of lifting an idea. It's not just about right. the actual wow. material you're lifting. It's the idea of it. That's idea plagiarism. Wow, my Vince, you're you're awesome, man. If this is a new caller Friday, you just won. You're the you're the new caller. You're a regular caller now, Vince. All right, right. Well, you know, I was going to talk about the Phillies, but we, we everyone we already know the deal there. Oh, that was better. That was better. Much better. better. Yeah. Well, thank you, Vince. All right. Well, you guys have a good weekend. Happy Memorial Day, and I'll talk soon. All right, bye. All right, brother. Vince wow. Brumont, yeah. Well, I'll say this. You know, Andy's getting a rise out of everybody. Yeah. Pause. But I'm just saying, he, he really is, man. Yep. No, he, he's crawling under everybody's skin. And it's one of the reasons why I think he's valuable is he does get under, under people's he's skin. Valuable. And I do And I do realize that, that when I fight with him, it's the bet. When he's fighting with others or I fight with him, that's the only time I would say that it's worthwhile radio. Yes. So you have to mix it in, but he also makes it easy to mix it in. Mm-hmm. Just like Elliot yesterday, Elliot, he, he really instigated me. By, he said a, he said a thing twice that he knew it was gonna. I was I couldn't let go the second time. It instigated me, and I'm glad he did, because I liked I like it was fun. I liked fighting with him, but I I, I don't I don't want to do it with I didn't want to fight with Andy today. I didn't want to give him the tie. I was just, I was you mad. Got a quick, you got a quick trigger this week, me? Yeah, 
Who else am I fighting with? Well, I mean, it didn't go well with Herb earlier this week. Oh, why didn't y'all? I mean, I I'm looking at a threesome. Oh, it's over with Herb. You didn't reel him back in either. I didn't. Nope. Did he call again today, Jack? I didn't hear Yeah, him. but I heard it was a bad call. Was it? Yeah, so I think we actually, maybe we can get him back for cheap <laughs> oh, now. Oh, he called to the midday and it was a bad call. Yeah, like I'm hoping that he's kind of tanking his value and we don't have to give up the, the farm to go get him. So I think if we wait this thing out and, and the midday continues not knowing how to use him, like we might be able to get him back for, I don't know, Brahim in Jacksonville? <laughs> That's not fair. I actually like Brahim, and he does not. Yeah, like he hates Julio. Like, so that wouldn't be about? No, yeah. I know. I was trying. I was trying to think of a caller off the top of my head that I feel like we could could mix it would, in. It would cost us either Chuck or Elliot, and I'm not giving. I'm not giving up Elliot. <laughs> you would be willing to give Chuck. up Chuck, but I don't know if yes. you, I, you might be outruled there two to two to one. No, I yeah. know. No, I yeah. believe me. I know Chuck's not going anywhere. We give I'm, up Chuck to show folds, man. Right. I'll tell him that. And, and, and I respect that. Right. Like Jack gave away. The, the really, really the best caller he gave away in a poker bet. Well, and Herb called my bluff. I mean, damn it, guy's not calling us. No, you, you literally, Jack. The poker, like it's in a movie where there's this poker game going on, and the guy's out of money, so his Rolex is in the the middle of the pot because that's all that he has left. That's what you did. Yeah, that's and I was going up against the ringer. Yeah. All right. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Marks and Reese. Two one five five nine two. 94-94. We'll come back. And um, a star was released in the NFL today. Oh, yeah. Should the Eagles get involved? Let's go. We'll get into that. Yeah. The phone calls Block Party Weekend. Block, uh, Jack is playing your favorite hits of today's <laughs> 90s and today. That's all coming up. We're live at the Farley Plaza Marks and Race. Hey, Tasty Cake believes it's what's on the inside that counts but a sweet new wardrobe doesn't hurt. Your favorite Tasty Cake treats like butterscotch crimpets, candy cakes, pecan swirls, and more are now in new packaging. The treats you know and love have not changed a bit, only their fresh new packaging. That's right, new look, same tasty treats. So start your summer off right and grab yourself a Tasty Cake treat today because the only thing better than what's on the outside is what's on the inside. Tasty Cake, except no substitutes.